0: A FOCUS SUMMARY OF CHAPTERS 11 AND 12 OF SHANE After the fight at Grafton's, Fletcher's men stop bothering the homesteaders. Rumor has it that Fletcher has gone to Cheyenne, but no one knows why. Still, Shane and Joe are more wary than ever. When Bob asks why they are so cautious now that the fight with Fletcher is over, Joe tells him it has only just begun. It is now or never— Fletcher either has to drive the homesteaders out of the valley, or they will take it over. Looking at the scar on Shane's cheek, Marion asks whether there has to be any more fighting. Shane answers ominously that there will be no more fighting, like the other night. He says that what happens depends on how far Fletcher is willing to go. The next day, Lou Johnson reports that Fletcher has returned— with a man named Stark Wilson, a gunfighter with a reputation as a fast draw and a cold-blooded killer. Shane snaps at Johnson for waiting so long to tell them about Wilson's arrival. When Frank Torrey rides up moments later to tell them that Ernie Wright has been shot, Shane doesn't even react, because he had known immediately what was coming. Fletcher's play was to bait the hottest head among them into drawing his gun in front of witnesses, so that Wilson could kill him and claim self-defense. The plan worked. As the bad news travels, more of the homesteaders make their way to Joe's farm. They agonize over how to stop Fletcher, who is sure to try the same thing on all of them. Shane, again, sees the situation plain— He tells them that Fletcher will come after the one man in the valley who can stand between him and them, and he says that they ought to be grateful for a man like Joe Starrett. Bob hears the words, and a man like Shane, and wonders if they were just in his mind or if Marion whispered them aloud. Shane tells them that Joe can expect Fletcher to throw Wilson at him within a day or two. Joe tells the homesteaders to think the situation over, and then meet him the next night to tell him their thoughts before he decides what to do. Joe says he will go to Ernie's the following day to gather up his things, but Shane tells him with finality not to go near the place, since Fletcher will be counting on it. Marion tells Joe, hopefully, that he can just stay away from places he might meet Fletcher and Wilson, and they will eventually leave him alone— Her tone suggests that she is trying hard to convince herself that what she said is true. But Joe tells her that there are some things a man can't take if he is to go on living with himself. Bob looks at Shane and sees that he is battling with some hidden desperation. Unable to look at them, Shane gets up and goes out to the barn. When he is gone, Joe tells Marion that the one thing he can't stand is what this is doing to Shane, and he says they ought to just let Fletcher have his way and move on. But Bob flies at him, shouting that Shane would never run away. Marion agrees, saying they need to be the kind of people Shane thinks they are. She tells Joe that they are caught up in something bigger than them, and they can't run away from it. Joe acknowledges that she is right, and says they will play it through. When Shane and Joe ride off to town for Ernie's funeral, Bob is too nervous to settle into any kind of playing, so Marion keeps him busy all day with board games and books. The men return at dinner time, and Joe describes how the community came together to give Ernie Wright a proper funeral. Shane says that they were paying their respects not just to Wright but to Joe, and he adds, "'Give him time, and he'll be mayor.'" The phrase, "'Give him time,' makes Marion catch her breath, since it stirs the fear that time is what he will not have. They hear horses riding up to the house, and Shane knows without looking that it's Fletcher. He and Joe move to the door, Joe taking the shotgun from its nails on the wall as they go. Bob and Marion watch through the window. There are four of them, Fletcher, two cowboys, and Stark Wilson, who looks contemptuous, serene, and deadly. Fletcher says he is there to make Joe a proposition. He will buy the Starratt's farm for a fair price, and Joe and Shane can come and work for him as foreman and trail boss. Joe asks what would become of the other homesteaders and Fletcher says they would have to go. After asking permission of Shane to make the call for both of them, he tells Fletcher, without hesitation, no. Fletcher tells him to think it over, and as he turns to ride away, Wilson makes his play. He tells Joe that he wouldn't want someone else enjoying this place of his, and that woman in the window. Seeing Joe's hand tighten on his rifle, Shane calls out, Don't, Joe, steps between him and Wilson, and insults Wilson to draw the attention on himself. Wilson smiles grimly and rides away. Shane chides Joe for almost getting himself killed. Joe chides him for making himself a target. And Marion chides them both for acting like fools just because Wilson insulted her. Joe asks her warmly, what better reason a man could have? And Shane, looking at the two of them, repeats, what better reason?